let's play a game are you with me to play a board game well i think after today's podcast you will be hooked to board games as much as i am and today's guest is welcome to yet another episode of method in madness and today's guest is krunal veera and today krunal will share how his love for board games became his profession and how he's helping corporates and other companies through their transitions through their leaderships programs through board games and how during the pandemic with all the lockdown they transformed their business quickly and very swiftly which is the reason why they are growing from strength to strength today ladies and gentlemen hang on today because there is a lot about games lot about fun and also how you can build trust in your organization through games welcome krunal this is method in madness Welcome to Method in Madness Krunal. How are you doing today? Hey Sabia Sachi, thank you. And I'm doing fantastic and uh, thank you for having me here. <laughs> it's it's my pleasure. When I googled you and I found your company, I was very very intrigued. The board game company and I just wanted to know how did you come up with it? Tell little can you tell us a little bit about your journey, how it started and uh, why you started this company? Sure, yeah. So, uh this actually falls back somewhere to my childhood days right so as a child i was an avid board gamer you know in my school days i would play a lot of board games you know sold in india and uh, you'd see me spending a lot of that time with my you know school friends building friends etc and then um, you know post my school i became a chartered accountant done my mba finance worked as an investment banker but throughout my journey you know i moved from mumbai then went to study in pune then went to work in bangalore you know almost all weekends especially in the later half of my life you know you would see me spending a lot of times not only with friends but a lot of strangers you know playing these board games and my board games i had you know uh, my exposure to that was not only to the games in india but also games sold internationally and uh, i would you know very jokingly tell my wife that you know apart i mean my weekdays were not as uh, busy as my weekends were and uh, we would spend a lot of time you know playing this you know fantastic games which were great in you know decision making problem solving had so many exciting themes and you know would require you to you know think very critically and that's what kept me extremely hooked on to this and as a child you know me coming from a gujarati family uh, we had that you know culture in us to do probably something of our own you know my mom would always tell me krunal you work for 3 4 years but uh, you should do something of your own and you know i of course seen my father also doing his own business so the ultimate goal was to do something of my own okay and you know while i was working as an investment banker i happened to meet my now wife but uh, i met jill and uh, through an arranged marriage setup and um, because of which i would i was required to now come to mumbai and uh, we were soon going to get married so we decided to you know leave our you know current jobs so that we could enjoy the time you know that we would be together before our marriage and enjoy our wedding ceremonies and we thought you know let's start something of our own 
so just before the marriage and during that entire time you know we were discussing that you know what is that we could start uh, something of our own and then you know we thought of starting or building an app that would help connect schools parents and uh, the children okay so we did a little bit of research and uh, we met a couple of mentors and then we realized two things a probably it's a crowded market and there are already some existing apps doing that but more importantly uh you know the entire business the core of it was technology and we realized that i come from a finance background my wife comes from a marketing background technology was not our core or not our strength and so we decided to you know do away with that idea and then we together brainstormed and discussed you know, what is that we like so much okay and my, my and my that's when my you know wife intervened and she told me that kunal you've been spending so much time playing board games and you're so passionate about it why don't we take this idea and do something about it okay and that's where we realized that you know uh the exposure of these games in india is not too much and yeah. we thought that because you know these board games uh get a lot of value addition i mean apart from it being a great platform for people to come together interact bond plus also touch base on some cognitive skills like decision making problem solving etc so we thought why not get this to the corporates and do you know some exciting team building programs through board games and uh, the best part was that this was something that we were very passionate about and then you know that's how we thought that we could make our work more exciting and something that you know we could look forward to so that's how the board game company you know really started and then we developed some initial fun modules using board games to get people to come together interact you know and bond so yeah that's what the start was the genesis was that culture of doing something on your own yeah plus you know something that i was very passionate about so passion met culture with um, with the idea to do something and and uh, yeah i mean that's incredible just out of curiosity what is your favorite board game currently honestly it's tough to pick one i mean it depends on you know who i'm playing with okay But if for the concept i had to pick there is this game called uh oh god i forgot the name but it is based on the cold war between usa and russia okay where you are it's a two player game it's like a 5 6 hour game oh wow but the mechanics and the history of it is so amazing it takes you through the entire cold war journey and how you you know battle with each other you That's know amazing. at various fronts diplomacy <laughs> uh creating influence over different countries globally and also you know going through some historical events is just a wonderful you know and a challenging experience that's, that's really nice i am a big fan of katan i really enjoy playing that and ticket to ride so okay awesome well someday we'll play together Definitely. i'm i'm competitive so i can tell you that a friend <laughs> Awesome so, awesome that's great. The the one thing uh, that I'm I I I feel like I should know how you reshaped it or made a turnaround is the covid lockdown period. It was probably one of the most difficult periods especially for companies that starting out companies where you know your activities need people to be in person to play games and not everybody um was ready with online presence and also the, that's also a time when companies were not looking to spend budgets on training and development and and games 
how did you um if i may use the word survive that um uh, period uh, which was probably a litmus test of of leadership and um you know your your uh, sustainable business model how was that period for you guys yeah so we started off you know two years before covid okay and uh, predominantly what we were doing is we, we would go to various offsites offices and run team building programs everything was physical in nature mm. now when the pandemic hit us of course i mean it was extremely unexpected sudden and uh, because of the industry we were in suddenly our revenues became zero you know the moment lockdowns were announced okay now definitely that was a pretty challenging period scary as well uh but fortunately you know um i had a great team and you know we were very quick to adopt to this change okay so you know when the pandemic hit in india that was around march and when you know the lockdowns were announced you know we quickly as a team got together and discuss that you know see team building can't go okay some way or the other it has to stay because that is the essence of every organization right so and we realize that now things will go virtual for a very long period of time and uh, that's where you know as a team we started brainstorming on you know what we could do and uh, we were able to then you know um, convert some of our existing physical concepts on the virtual platform okay so we hired a couple of developers made those blueprints and very quickly developed this initially we did not know how people will you know receive this but we felt that these were great concepts and you know work very well for us physically should work well for us virtually as well so in the in the month of march april we were able to launch two good concepts okay and you know if i had to look at my competition and you know where we, we were talking to some of our competitors which we had a decent relationship with people you know started shrinking their teams they said probably we'll wait you know the covid out things will come back to normal in a couple of months uh but that was something that we did not very strongly believe okay and after a few months you know all corporates also realized that work from home is the new normal at least for the next you know foreseeable future yeah. right mm-hmm. and because people were working now remotely team building also now became slightly more important as well okay now we can't meet so how do we get people to come together interact other than work so that's where a lot of corporate started reaching out to the team building companies that you know let's do something virtually okay initially now now you know uh the various other team building companies were not probably prepared for this so they would host some fun quizzes etc but the virtual environment was a very big challenge because when you host something on the virtual platform uh it's very tough to engage absolutely like also the th- we learned concepts like zoom fatigue and everything people tired of looking at the screen all day so those were real challenges right correct yes so now how can a host engage you know multiple people that could be a very big challenge and you can't engage everyone individually that was the usp of our platforms the way we designed our platform led to people interacting with each other much more without too much dependence on the facilitators and because you know this was so unique to us you know this this became a game changer for us 
and you know the pandemic actually became a blessing in disguise because what happened was a lot of our competitors approached us to license out our platform and that's where they became our partners wow and in the team building space you know i always have that question for myself that you know because i do programs physically how do i scale i mean this you know how can i do <coughs> from 10 programs to 50 to 100 programs a month <laughs> and doing that physically was a challenge but yeah. this was my answer to it where i can now create platforms where i can license that out and other people are you know running programs and are paying me a certain royalty fee absolutely and and, and like you said like you cannot do 50 programs in a, in a week because you can only be present at one place at a time so right. this was um a way to scale up you know and create this uh, uh presence so that was actually really wise and quick thinking on your behalf to 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 to, to jump on the uh the wave before it actually hit the shore correct right. yes and then now we've got around nine fantastic virtual offerings and partners not only in india but uh, globally as well who use our programs so what's the next step for you do you want to go further international you know my audience is but mainly in the netherlands so if they want to find you in netherlands or in europe um uh, can they already find you or do they have to wait a bit all right now so answering to your first question what is you know the future for us because the pandemic has resided uh we very maybe realized that our forte is in development of concepts right so not only virtual but now we are developing a lot of new physical programs which have some exciting technology in it you know we are in, we are getting vr ai ai in our physical experiences which not a lot of team building companies are doing that so the future is license out not only virtual programs but physical programs to various team building companies globally you know our vision is to support our partners with great concepts so they can focus more on the sales and the execution and we focus or we become their uh, r&d uh, team and keep giving them with exciting you know concepts and uh, we are not physically present in netherlands but uh, you know any team building company who is listening to you can always you know approach us and you know we'll be happy to you know partner with you all in netherlands and you know support you with some of our uh, exciting uh, concepts that we have and if you want to do anything virtually now geography is no longer a barrier Absolutely. you can always reach out to us and we could run programs for you from here i think we're all a click away and i mean we plan to do this interview in person but we uh, we couldn't align agendas but now we're sitting continents apart and yet we are having this amazing candid chat so distance is no, no longer a factor it's just the intent that needs to be there uh, for companies to actually make a difference to their employees and that's when they will find you and uh, yeah perfect uh so you do lot of games so let me uh, if you will allow us to get a little sneak peek on on things you do um in a situ- uh, do, do you have a game or uh, idea for um uh, a group of leaders where in a company where trust is a big issue and this is becoming more and more a thing these days where people are ambitious people are struggling to trust each other you walk into a room with leaders all holding daggers um 
what would you do as a game or a concept or a workshop to uh, reignite that trust in the team? Do you have any idea or solution for us? Uh, it will be difficult for me to explain the entire concept, but yeah. uh, we've got this exciting concept called Magic Canvas. You know, that's based on trust. And predominantly in that activity, we focus on, you know, how trust can become fragile, you know, uh, in an organization. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, why don't you like, why do people not trust each other? I mean, there are, of course, various elements to it. But what we've realized is that sometimes, you know, lack of clarity, lack of communication, confusion, different personalities, you know, deal with each other differently. That leads to a lot of mistrust, you know. It could be that, you know, both of us have good intentions for the team. Mm-hmm. However, you are an introvert and I probably, probably come out to be a more proactive or a more extrovert personality. And, you know, I could feel that, you know, uh, Sabya Sachi is not contributing enough for the organization. Thus, I don't trust him, but mm-hmm. that could not be the way because Sabya Sachi has a different way of working yeah. or probably he is has no clarity of, you know, what is expected of him, etc. Mm-hmm. So through that activity, you know, uh, we get out these various attributes that lead to fra- a trust becoming fragile in an organization. And then we, you know, speak on to, uh, on how one can improve that in that organization and how we can, um, as leaders, you know, create a better environment that would harbor you know, exciting things in that organization and lead to more trust within the team. But tough for me to give a straight away solution. I, I mean, so, it's so a long if I activity. Could, if I rephrase it, what um, what you what you said is identify the behaviors through this exercise of magic canvas that shows personality trait, communication style, or or behavior, and find out if those are the factors that is causing that fragile trust to be questioned and maybe they should not be just if people who are different and and that's just creating that confusion and you go in depth to identify those behaviors uh, that can lead to this kind of um, uh, trust issues yeah so in a certain way you're right so like very briefly i'll tell you so in that activity, we give the team some challenges to do. Okay, a certain challenge to finish. Okay. However, initially we tell the teams that you know there could be a sabotage in your team. Okay. So their objective would be to make sure that the team does not achieve its goal. So mm. everyone gets some individual roles. Okay. And when I mentioned that, everyone starts doubting each other. Okay. And throughout the activity, you know. Uh, people would vote different people in their team thinking that they were sabotage. Mm. Okay. But once the game ends, you'll have a lot of people who are voted out. Okay. And we'll ask them, you know, how was your feeling when you were voted out? And people would be say, you know, we are disheartened. We are very angry, you know, uh, heartbroken, etc. And then we reveal that there were no sabotage in the game. <laughs> and people were voted out as sabotage because either you know, someone was not contributing or he seemed to be too confused or he was not communicating enough, etc. And thus, you know, highlighting that just because someone is confused or is not great at communicating does not mean that he has wrong intentions for the organization 
or he has lack of commitment for the organization as a team you have to figure different ways to you know overcome these issues that yeah. were causing trust to be fragile wow very well said very very well well said i'm i mean brilliant thank you well that brings me to the next question uh you have all these great ideas and you're solving problems of corporates that are probably old corporates with um, ancient issues if you tomorrow jump ships and you join as a vice president of a bureaucratic corporate um with with lot of difficulty lot of people resisting to change what's the first thing you're going to do to make a turnaround ah uh, that's a tough question i mean it's extremely subjective depending yeah. on you know what the organization structure etc is but um, you know just to take this as a more generic question i strongly believe and now this is of course connected to the previous question that as a leader you want to create high performing teams yeah okay and uh, the base or the core of every high performing team you know is trust okay now by trust i don't mean predictive trust you know that i am able to you know uh, predict how sabya sachi will uh, uh, act on if i do a particular thing by trust i mean vulnerability trust okay what do we mean by vulnerability trust uh the ability in the team for people to easily share with each other things like you know hey i'm sorry i made a mistake or hey i don't know this can you please help me or can you please teach me something etc you know when a team is able to do this you know when a team is able to be vulnerable with each other right that's when you know a lot of things can happen with that team and that's when a lot of attributes can be unlocked because if you're not vulnerable with each other okay that would probably you know lead to fear of conflict okay yeah. people will not like to you know oppose each other's ideas because they don't trust each other okay and then conflicts will become more about politics and manipulation Absolutely. but but when a team trusts each other right when they are vulnerable with each other then that could lead to conflicts in the team by conflicts i mean positive arguments where you know people know that even if they are passionately you know sharing their opinions with each other but at the back of the mind that they know and that they trust that each of us have good intentions for the team and even if you know it goes the other way and if the team decides to you know take someone else's opinion they will be you know committed to that cause because they were heard right yeah. because they were able to participate in that conflict which would then lead to accountability so that is why having that trust and vulnerability trust is important because that leads to better conflict i mean there is no fear of conflict in the team that would lead yeah. to more commitment leading to more accountability and leading to more better results yeah absolutely so improving trust is important Uh, it all comes down to trust i fully agree with you well from trust there is one more uh, attribute that's very dear to my heart and that's madness because this podcast is called method in madness i ask all my guests if there has been a moment in their life that they call sheer madness and when they look back at the time they feel like oh my god what was i thinking i was so brave it could be a great thing you've done or a very naive thing you've done but whatever it was 
um, you look back it and you will say, oh my God, that was madness. What's been your moment of madness? Ah, several different things. <laughs> uh, but one thing that I would like to highlight is me leaving my high paying job and taking this up because what I was doing is a, I was pretty well settled in what I was doing. You know, I've done my chartered accountancy, MBA finance, I'm working as an investment banker. And that's something that, you know, people always aspire to do. And then leaving that and doing something around board games, which are not very conventional, right? I mean, absolutely. People haven't seen before, heard before. And, you know, people would then start doubting that, you know, why have you taken this stream? And, uh, and, Fortunate enough that my parents were supportive, you know, especially my mother. So my father also sometimes doubted and asked, are you sure you want to take this up? Especially when you're getting married and, you know, people want you to be more settled. And, but my mom told my dad that, you know, give him some time. And, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, he, he knows what he is doing. So I think when I look back, I don't think I would be now I'm so brave enough to probably leave something and do something so different. So that was a crazy thing that I did. That's that's perfect. I mean, like I always say, there is no magic without a little madness. I am very happy that you had that stroke of madness. And, and that is actually a stroke of genius. And you brought this amazing concept and idea to the world. And uh, I wish you more strength, more power, more games um and and thank you so much for sharing your story your opinion your thoughts so candidly so beautifully and um i i i mean i think we will collaborate on ideas very soon and uh yeah i wish you more madness in the coming days thank you so much for having me it was a wonderful chatting with you sir thank you so much This was yet another episode of Method in Madness. In few weeks, I will be back with yet another story that will inspire us to think differently, to do things differently, and to definitely embrace a lot of madness. Till then, stay mad because there is no magic without a little madness.